Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Hello? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. We've got a fantastic slate of football games on the docket this weekend, guys. LSU-Alabama for a playoff spot. The SEC West. The Heisman. The NFL-NFC primetime matchups. Vikings-Cowboys. Seahawks-Niners. And yeah, and there's Bears-Lions too. You can find my best bets for Bears-Lions posted on 670thescore.com right now. So let's bring in our friend from Las Vegas and CG Technology. And he's also host of GT's Cash Considerations podcast, Dave Sherapan. Dave, tell me the truth right now. Do you feel bad at all? These Bears fans, Cubs, White Sox, Bulls, Blackhawks, we're, we're just giving you all our money. Our teams don't have a prayer at making the playoffs, and you're just taking it. Man. Joe, it's a pleasure to join you, um, and you hit me right out of the gate. You know, I, I don't want to bury Chicago fans because I want to keep doing the show, but you guys are faithful. I mean, you guys are just blind, loyal, where you come and you just bet your teams no matter what. The Bears, cool. all those people that have those season win tickets, uh, Dead. I'm, you're, <laughs> yeah, in trouble, right? Yeah, I mean. Um, the Blackhawks, those those season wins, uh, you know, winning the Stanley Cup, winning the Western Conference, um, not off to a good start. No, you know, stay faithful, Cubs fans. We we opened up the World Series futures, and it was funny. The first bet before the ink was dry on the odds was on the Cubs to win the World Series, fifteen to one odds. Ross is going to be the manager, I guess. Right? Um, uh, yep. I, I don't know. I don't know. When those books open in Illinois, Joe, they are going to be so heavy on the home team liability, and uh, I think they're going to be okay for a little while. 
We just found out next month they're going to start taking the application, so the ball's finally rolling. Um, I'm guessing maybe sometimes March, April, hopefully before the baseball season it'll get going. But, yeah, so you just went over those season win totals. The Bears can lose one more time for it to go over. It's not going to go over. We know that. For hockey, did you get more Blackhawks over than any other team? And the same thing with the NBA. Did you get more Bulls over than any other team? Oh, I forgot about the Bulls. The Bulls were a very sexy play over the season wins. Yeah, we will actually need the under there. Let me take a quick look. Stanley Cup. Wow. Oh, boy. So the Blackhawks are (laughs) number two in tickets sold on the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup this year. Um, Ain't happening. No, and even the Clarence Campbell Bowl, so that's the Western Conference, currently sitting around 22-1, to 25-1. Yeah, not, probably not happening. So, yeah, the winter sports, um, wow, I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's I, brutal. I, I, let's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a long winter. And you're safe with all those Mitch Trubisky MVP tickets out there, too. Man. That one was that one. I actually feel a little guilty about because you just know, like you just kind of sitting there yeah. going, what, "What what's going on right now?" And you watch the the kind of momentum build for stuff like that. And you go, "Ooh, ah, I just keep writing the tickets. Just keep writing the tickets." That's all that happens in those situations. I just promoted your podcast, GT's Cash Consideration Podcast, and last weekend I was telling you off air. I got to catch up uh, to a bunch of the episodes. It is awesome. And I got to tell you, the, the favorite episode that I've heard so far was when you mentioned that a guest canceled and you just did the story of the crew, just you guys going around. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it caught the the guys by surprise. You know, the, the, the guest canceled late. And I said, listen, we're just going to tell our story because everyone in this business, man, has a story uh, and how they got into it or how they ended up in Vegas. And it's all so unique. So, you know, we've been trying to get out there on Twitter, like, you know, Alan's at Percent Berg, uh, Moe's at Heed These Takes, I'm at Sportsbook Consigliere, the show is at GT Cash Consider. You guys have been very gracious getting us on your shows and uh, on all the other stuff. We really appreciate it. It's been so much fun, and it's just been an outlet that, you know, we've had these conversations both at work and when we go out with our friends for years, because this is our lives. And now with all this expansion and legality of it in other places, we can talk about it, and it's not like, you know, in the dark. It's Everything's out. It's fun. So, you know, thanks for mentioning it. And, you know, hopefully you, you, you follow the show, follow us on Twitter. You hear the stories. We, you know, we trade all the information. And, again, like we talked about it off the air, it's, it's a lot of the same stuff. But we try to bring you that look from behind the counter, where we're actually in sports books in Vegas, we're making numbers. We have the same debates you do as well. You know, we just have to put our numbers up and say, "Wow, uh, somebody just bet us, you know, ten dimes on that. Maybe we should adjust it." <laughs> and uh, so you get the instant feedback when you're actually taking the bets, and it's, it's been a blast. Love it. It's all about sharing the information. There's sports betting content everywhere, and then you guys. Uh, bring something else to the table, which I find absolutely fascinating. So I highly recommend that you subscribe and check out that podcast. Uh, let's start with the the college games. We have those today, and everybody's talking about, of course, 
LSU-Alabama. Will this game take more handle than, let's say, half or even the majority of Sunday NFL games? There's a couple games on the NFL card that it's definitely going to take more handle than. I mean, like, a quick glance at that, Giants-Jets, actually, the lowest handle game in our books uh, here at CG in Las Vegas right now is the Lions and the Bears. Whether it's the line or whether it's the fact that just people are off both bandwagons and nobody even wants to bet this game, it's the lowest volume game. I guarantee, and you'll have to remind me to check this on Monday, that LSU-Bama will have definitely had more handle on that game than the Lions and Bears and probably Dolphins and Colts and Giants and Jets combined. So, yeah, I mean, the Bama about the LSU game is awesome. Everyone has an opinion on it. The only thing wrong with it is it's a 12:30 Pacific start. Mm-hmm. If this was the primetime game, I would say, yes, it will rival every game on the NFL card except usually the primetime Sunday night game. Where are you guys sitting at right now, and what will you need? We are sitting at 6 right now, and I can tell you what, I'm, I'm surprised a little bit by – the volume of support for LSU, I mean, like, there's just, there's not only more money, there's more tickets. And there are never more tickets on the Alabama opponent than there is on Alabama. It's just for years, you just know going into the game, you are going to need, you know, to cover the parlays. And I mean, they're in every money line bet. The money line is drastically people taking LSU to win the game. Now, whether they just want to see Alabama lose, which most people do, or they really believe in LSU, I don't know. But the line's coming down, and I don't know what it's going to be by kick, but we're probably going to need Alabama in the game. So this one could decide the Heisman, unless Chase Young gets involved. I don't know if that's real or just something people are talking about. The quarterback that wins this game, and if they have a solid performance, it's probably their trophy to lose, right? I would think so, but some you know stranger things have happened. Without a real clear-cut favorite, I mean, obviously the better performer in this, if it's a superior performance and their team wins, they're going to be the favorite. But if Tua has an average game and Burrow has a monster game and Bama wins, Burrow's still going to be the favorite. I think it's his to lose going in. If LSU wins this game, it's going to take uh, a minor miracle for him to not win. But if LSU loses and Bama, you know, Tua doesn't show. I don't know. Maybe Fields is in it. Maybe more live. I mean, I know the steam's coming on him. It's been pretty much a week straight where it's been all that. It's going to be fun. It's one of those one of those Saturdays. Clear the schedule at two thirty. Uh, make sure you're in front of a television for LSU Alabama uh, later this morning, eleven a.m. our time. We've got Penn State and Minnesota. And, Dave, i got to tell you, all week, every expert we bring on, we try to bring up some bookmakers, some sharper bettors, people that cover this stuff. I haven't heard a soul say, give me Minnesota and the points. Really? Well, I wish I'd been listening to your stuff because everything I'm seeing and hearing has been on Minnesota. Um, So that's just a good thing where, you you know, you kind of see it both ways. I, I know I'm a Penn State grad. I want to see them win this game so bad because I just want to get to the Ohio State game undefeated and have that narrative going for at least a week. I don't really think Penn State can go there and win, but this is going to be a tough game. 
at least initially, that's what I thought. But now, you know, taking bets on it all week, you see where it's going. There has been a lot of support for Minnesota. It may be, a, it kind of has that feel where it may be that public dog kind of thing mm-hmm. working. So uh, Penn State's defense is for real. I have been really highly rated, and I get accused all the time of being a little biased because I'm not afraid to say it. But at the same time, numbers are numbers, and everything dictates that this feels like the Iowa game to me where Penn State went to Iowa and limited their offense to literally nothing until the end. I think Minnesota's going to have a tough time to score. I really like the under in the game, 48 is the total. I think it's going to be just one of those usual Big Ten games that we've seen for years in November in the Big Ten. Okay. I I do like Penn State. As long as it's inside a touchdown, I will lay it with the Nittany Lions. I don't think Minnesota's played a first-string quarterback for a full game since week two, and they haven't played anyone all year. Correct. That's a hard argument to go against. So knowing that they get Penn State at full strength off a of bye. I mean, they're both off a of bye, so that's kind of removed. But right. I, just check the weather. Uh, I've heard at some books, tell me if this is a case at CG Technology, at some books that the Illini are that public dog going to Michigan State. Is that the case at your shop? Uh, it is, man. I'll tell you what. Lovey and the beard and everything <laughs> that's working, it's just it, it's people like it. And... That number does seem high initially. I have been less than impressed with Michigan State, Joe. I really have. Offensively, just mm, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just they're not prolific, let's put it that way, and they're anemic, really, at best. The total in the game is 46. The spread is 15. The math says you've got to take the dog there. It's just too many points. Illinois' defense has been playing much better recently. A couple big wins as dogs. Outright win, maybe a tall pass, but staying within two touchdowns against a team that can't score seems like the right side. Before we get to the pros, any sharp bets that have stood out to you over the week in college? Uh, Delaying it with Notre Dame. They laid seven there. We're up to eight. That That was a big play. And let me see, there was another one that I had circled for us to discuss. Well, like my buddy Jeff Davis says, he, he calls it uh, the Silent Assassins. There's yeah. a couple games that, yeah, that are like under-the-radar games that they're all sharp action sides. Boise State against Wyoming is one of those. Laying the number, it's 14 now, but the support is all uh, on that side. And... Not really much of anything else. I, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to need Kansas State against Texas in that one. I'm not really sure how much that money is. That, that may have just been a number play because I think we had a six-and-a-half at one point. But Texas is another one that we're going to need Kansas State. All right, Joe Ostrowski on Early Odds with Dave Sherapan, odds maker at CG Technology in Vegas. You can follow him on Twitter at Sportsbook. And let's move to the NFL. Dave, you quickly mentioned that Bears-Lions, not much action at all. Sometimes throughout the season, I like to take a quick look at the the lines that you guys set before the season started. You set a line for every game all year for the NFL before the season starts. And for this game, Week 10, Bears-Lions, you set it at Bears minus 8, and here we are at Bears minus 2.5. Do you think that's a fair adjustment? 
Uh, you have to watch that office every week, Joe. Oh, my isn't God. It, is it an affair adjustment? Like, really? Yes. Uh, it's an indictment totally against what's going on in the offense. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a lot, but really, when you look at it, I, I just have to think it's it's the numbers right now. So anyone holding the plus eight ticket on the Lions is probably feeling pretty good. This is going to be a low-scoring game. The defense has been pretty good, but you just get the feeling you're on the field way too much. Yep. And um, it just makes it tough to keep going out there. And, you know, you got to make those third-down stops. you got to make those third-down stops. And they do. And then they're right back out of three and out. That that game last week against the Eagles was <laughs> trying to do the game in game wagering and stuff. And you're watching. Did they just go three and out again? Yes, they did. Did they just go three and out again? Yes, they did. The entire first half. Five. five. First down. Five in yeah. a row. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. Just something's got to change. Maybe this is the week that it happens because the Lions have been. I mean, are the Lions really good? I don't think so. But I, the loss for this, whoever loses this game pretty much, I mean, not that either one is live to make the playoffs, but they're pretty much done, done, the loser of this game. Yeah, no question. Uh, Matthew Stafford on a roll right now. If he could put up 20-plus points, it's going to be tough for the Bears with Trubisky. It wouldn't surprise me if this line even uh, goes closer to pick at some point. But, yeah, like you mentioned, very little action on this one. An interesting one up at Lambeau Field. We've got the Panthers and the Packers, Green Bay, coming off a terrible, terrible performance. They can't stop the run, and here's Christian McCaffrey on the other side. But, Dave, tell me if I'm nuts. I, I think I'm going to lay it with Green Bay in a bounce-back spot at home. Give me Aaron Rodgers over Kyle Allen. I totally agree with you. I said that on our podcast as well. We put this number up at 5.5 with a look-ahead line and immediately got a bet. But don't forget, this number was about the same when the Panthers went to San Francisco two mm-hmm. weeks ago, and everyone, including myself, was holding a Panthers plus five-and-a-half ticket thinking, oh, they're going to live, they're going to win the game. They lost by 40. I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen, but Kyle Allen making the start on the road, he went down to four-and-a-half, saw some sharp play, very respected, lay the four-and-a-half. We are back to that initial five-and-a-half, and we're going to need – the Packers, if the game kicked off right now, don't be surprised to see us need the Packers by kick as well. Wow. Kyle Allen, four interceptions over the last two games and in those games completing just above 50% of his passes. The handle should be enormous. Sunday night and Monday night, some great games. Minnesota at Dallas. Uh, where are you guys on this Cowboys line in total? We opened this three, and we have taken bets non-stop on the game. Handle's been great. Both sides. Literally two-way action that we haven't really seen on a Sunday night game in a long, long time. Can't remember one, maybe twice all season this season. We haven't moved the line. Not one time. It's Cowboys minus three. The money line even action has been almost even. And the total's 47.5. Hasn't moved all week. So numbers are good. I mean, the numbers, you know, these numbers get so hard in the NFL as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. So facing this week, there's a lot of tough numbers. This is one of them. I would expect by kick, we'll probably need Minnesota. Just outright win small. But right now, depending on the liability with parlays and stuff, 
I don't know. We, we, we might be able to just relax and enjoy a good football game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, that line seems <laughs> rock solid. I don't have a play on that. Monday night. Oh, we get a good Monday night game for once. Seattle at San Francisco. The The Niners are favored. And this is weird to say, Dave. I'm willing to lay it again. I think San Francisco, the most balanced team that you're going to find in the NFL this year. And Russell Wilson has got me once, got me twice, uh, many times throughout his career. But that defense, they can't stop anybody, man. He's got to put up 30, 40 points for his team to have a shot. Ah, uh, This one feels like a, a little bit of a fool's gold to me, Joe. I'm not going to lie. I'm leaning Seattle myself. You are? Okay. Uh, yeah, the line's painted six. There's a six and a half floating around out there. But I just see this being one of those division games that are going to be tight. Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP level. He keeps finding ways to win games, like you just said. He's gotten everybody. He got everybody last week. Well, Jameis in Tampa's defense did, you know, gave up at the end, gave up the score. But um, Yeah, but they missed the yeah. field goal. Then it goes to overtime. If you're holding a Tampa Bay ticket, you're like, okay, I'm a loser or I'm going to be pushing this one because you knew he was going to score a touchdown. After Seattle kicker missed the field goal, you knew you were done. Yeah. If you didn't win the toss, you just knew you were done. <laughs> we were sitting here watching it unfold and thought the same exact thing. I'm surprised the total was in this one's only 46 at our place. we got 47s all around. This is probably going to play to Seattle in the under, and I'm probably in the big minority in thinking that. But I can see this being like 24-21 either way. It would not surprise me at all to see Seattle go to San Francisco and give them their first loss. That'll be fun either way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's the ratio uh, Ravens to Bengals bets that you have at CG? (laughs) We're using the, the term pros versus Joes. Uh-huh. Type game. This is that. And, you know, for listeners that may not know what that means, this is when everyone except the professional bettors, the bad guys, as I like to refer to them, and that means they come in with bags of money, things like that. They're all on one side, and everyone else is on the other. The ratio of tickets on this game is about 10 to 1. 10 to 1, which just happens to be the point spread. The Ravens <laughs> minus 10. <laughs> they're all on the Ravens. They look like they're going to the Super Bowl after beating the Patriots last week on a national stage Sunday night. Now they go on the road against probably the worst team in football, and they're laying an inflated number 10 in Cincinnati. Everything in years past, this is an autoplay. You know, you take the home divisional dog plus double digits, whether it hurts or not when you make the play you may have to hold your nose all those fun things it usually wins and that's got to be the side and uh i know the book's going to need the Bengals pretty large come kickoff time yep give me the Bengals. any any sharp plays that we have not discussed tampa bay joe they just the numbers the power nice. ratings everything says they keep betting tampa they went down with the ship with Atlanta three or four weeks in a row. The mm-hmm. Sharps, the numbers guys, the analytics all said, you got to play the Falcons, you got to play the Falcons, you got to play the Falcons, and they did. Well, you got robbed last week with the Buccaneers. We talked about that. So they're back on them again, laying the four against the Cardinals, a team that you know we're going to ask to go on the road from the West Coast and get that early start time in Florida. 
I understand the play a little bit, but I think um, I'm okay as the book needing the Cardinals to keep it within five. Yeah, that was not on my radar at all. If anything, I was thinking just take Arizona because Tampa Bay's favored by four, four and a half. Okay. That that's an interesting one. Dave Sherapan, odds maker at CG Technology. He hosts GT's Cash Considerations podcast. Highly recommend you check that out. Dave, the information was awesome. Uh, let's do this again, okay? Anytime, Joe. Just let me know. Thank you. Guys, enjoy all the football this weekend, and don't forget to check out the You Better You Bet show weeknights, 5 to 9 p.m. live on the Radio.com app or in podcast form on your favorite platform of choice. Inside the clubhouse is next on The Score. Best of luck, everyone. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.